there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! Well, Ange Postacoglu has emerged this afternoon as the favourite to be offered the chance to succeed Antonio Conte as the head coach at Tottenham months after he left the building. There's been a lot of speculation for weeks, days... Ange Postacoglu has got a cup final, of course, in three days' time and has been saying absolutely nothing. But it's the leading story, Andy Walker, on Sky and elsewhere. People, nobody's got quotes, but Tottenham, certainly Daniel Levy, is very keen to secure the services of Ange Postacoglu. Well, the story seems to have moved on. And I know that a lot of people in England, Paul, don't really rate Scottish football. And once you had seen so many people knocking back, they are not expressing their interest in the Spurs job um, I think this must be a, a worry for the Celtic supporters because it, it seems to have uh, grown a bit this story and the, the link is, is much stronger now Preferred candidate is what Sky are saying I see it on just now Andy you know you're part of the team at Sky have been for years they don't say that unless they have somebody it's not attributable quote but yeah. they don't say it unless they, they know he's the preferred candidate They are very well informed and um, obviously Spurs will have done their due diligence. They will have spoken to a lot of people. Um, it's not often you get people from Celtic Rangers going directly to the Premier League. I know Steven Gerrard did it on the back of a title win. I know that Brendan Rodgers did it, but that was he already had the Liverpool experience. But look at Neil Lennon. I mean, Neil Lennon put together a team that won trophies he beat Barcelona in yeah, the Champions yeah. League and couldn't get one of the big jobs in England. And I think a lot of people in England, um, I mean, I, I speak to them regularly, they just don't rate Scottish football. It's maybe one of the reasons that Virgil van Dijk made the step to Liverpool yeah. before he went to... Eh, sorry, Sa the step Southampton. to Southampton. Yeah. Before he went to Liverpool, they just don't think he's... You know, the, the level of competition up here is as good or as strong. and um, There's maybe a bit of truth in that, but um, uh, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Social media can be terrific and it can be vile. I see some Tottenham <laughs> fans are saying it's a hashtag not Postacoglu. And, you know, Scottish football fans, even Celtic fans will be saying they don't want Ange to go, but they're proud of him. He has done an amazing job. And I think many of them understand the difference financially and what he could be doing in England. But they will be affronted that they're saying, oh, not Ange Postacoglu. They discount anything you do in Scotland, don't they? Yeah, I think they do. But let's be honest, there were some Celtic supporters who uh, turned their nose up at Ange Postacoglu. Who's this guy coming from uh, you know, another part of the world? We've never heard of him. But my goodness, uh, he's made uh, an astonishing impact. The transformation uh, in Celtic, the transformation in the success of signings, I think in general, just the transformation in the style of play, I think that's the biggest thing that the Celtic supporters love about Ange Postecoglou. He's given the team 
a style of play that makes it really exciting at the prospect of uh, going to watch a team again. A double for him for Celtic last year, a double this year, but a huge game on Saturday. They're the, the racing favourites for that, but they've got Inverness, Calife. So we're going to hear from Billy Dodds and Spostacoglu, understandably saying nothing about speculation. This is what he said before the weekend, at the weekend ahead of this latest, where Spurs sources at Spurs say he's the preferred candidate. But this is what Ange said last week. Well, I'm aware because everyone keeps asking me about it. Uh, so it's not like... Uh, uh, but as you said, it, it's happened in the past. I think I've I've been pretty clear that I'm. it's just not the way I sort of think and work. I'm kind of... My priority right now is just looking at trying to make sure we... Well, like I said, we have a special day tomorrow. We've got a big cup final coming up in a week's time. Um, I'm not going to sort of sit there and sort of try and get um, distracted by things that, you know, are kind of fascinating for other people rather than myself. So, um, yeah, that's where my focus is and that's where it'll continue to be. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've got a, a couple of big games and, um, you know, we've had a fantastic season and we've got an opportunity to make it a really special one. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? 0808 17 17 700. You can join the conversation with Andy Walker and myself, Paul Cooney, at Goal Football Show. Anything there? That he, did he give a hint or whatever? But he's, he's so clever, isn't he? Um, and I mean that in a positive way. He yeah. wasn't getting involved in any speculation last week. Celtic have always been uh, you know, a dominant club in recent years. They've won a lot of trophies. But it's just that style of football, I think, that has given... It's given Celtic an identity that's associated with Ange Postecoglou. I, I, I've covered, I've seen a number of Spurs games and obviously they've got the big star in Harry Kane. Yeah. Is he going to stay? Son is another one who is a tremendous player. But there, you do get the feeling that Spurs are on the verge of a change. I mean, Harry Kane is not committing himself to any longer contract. It, apparently... He wants to go to Man United. So if you go in at Spurs now, my goodness, it's a it's a tall order to make an impact because the demands there are at least Champions League football, and obviously they want to to, to win a trophy, which they haven't done for a long time. It's a remarkable stadium, um, and it's an exciting job for anyone who would want to make that step to England. It's not like the previous ones that we have uh, quickly brushed off, Paul. You know. Sure. Brighton and Southampton and and clubs like that. So um, yeah. just uh, see him on uh, your program on Saturday at the weekend. He's there with Martin O'Neill and with others. When he was asked about the job, so it's just what we played a few moments ago as well. That's uh, Ange Postecoglou. It's the lead story on Sky, Talk Sport, everywhere else. Here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. If it happens, you'll hear it here. First, we're going to take a call in just uh, a moment or two. In fact, it's Laurie who's on the line from Deniston. Good evening, Laurie. Uh, good evening, Paul. Good evening, Andy. Hi, Laurie. Uh, Paul, you yes. made a call only recently, perhaps three, four weeks ago, long before the story had broken about Ange Postacoglu. I spoke to yourself and Barry Ferguson and John Hartson and I'd volunteered the opinion at that time. I felt Ange Postacoglu would be away at the end of the season. You did, I remember. You did. Yeah. Yep, uh, and both John and Barry uh, thought otherwise. Now, I appreciate that at the moment there's nothing concrete. Uh, it's a story, that, however, yes. that seems to be gathering pace and yeah. momentum. Yes. Uh, so my expectation is that uh, after the cup final uh, on Saturday, there will be an announcement at the beginning of next week mm -hmm. confirming uh, that Ange Postacoglu uh, will be destined to 
uh, for Spurs. Uh, tellingly for me, yep. uh, in any comments Ange Postecoglou has made, uh, he hasn't referenced next season, uh, and he hasn't, most interesting of all, rejected categorically out of hand uh, any suggestions that he'll be going to Spurs. Uh, I realise, yeah. uh, you know, he's playing his cards close to his chest, and I get all that, I understand that. My question today is for Andy. Andy. Yes, Laurie. Uh, Andy, I've always uh, admired your, your candour and your forthrightness in expressing your opinions. Uh, you've never been wishy-washy uh, or held back. So, uh, my question to you, Andy, Gets very me simply, in trouble uh, sometimes, you Laurie. your colours to the mast, <laughs> do you think Ange Postecoglou will go to Tottenham or do you think he'll remain at Celtic? I can certainly understand the attraction because if you, if you want to make the step to English football, by all means, you go to you go to a top club, and Tottenham, in my mind, uh, are a top club capable of so much more. And if you uh, if you have ambition of of going to England, Tottenham is the type of club where you would think I, I can make a change there, I can make an impact, I can make a difference. Now, Ange Postecoglou has come over to Celtic, and we've said it so often, Laurie, just transformed the whole club. And from a team that was 25 points behind Rangers, and Rangers were big favourites to win the title in his first year, and he started so badly. First few games, he couldn't win away from home. People were saying he'll be gone by Christmas. Um, my goodness, he turned it around. And he didn't just turn it around, Laurie. He turned it around with a bit of style. I know that the European football, I, I thought he might want to stay in the Champions League, get a notable victory for Celtic, and and then make the next step. But you can never uh, gauge when these offers, if it is a serious offer, you can never gauge when they might come in. Now, the season is finished in England, and I'm sure uh, Spurs are just putting in place just now the idea that Ange Postecoglou is our main target. Celtic, I've got a big game at the weekend. I'm sure Ange Postecoglou will be asked again about uh, the level of, of interest, the level of his interest. He'll bat it all away because he'll be focused on the final. And then I think we'll know much more uh, after after the weekend because this is a story clearly that's not going away. Can I ask both of you, what about uh, Mourinho? So European uh, final tonight, Europa League final, and yet he's taken time last night to once again have a go at Tottenham and Daniel Levy. Um, of all the clubs he was at, I think the fact that he was released just over a week before a cup final rankles badly. Uh, do you think, Laurie, that would put Ange Postacoglu off the prospect of working with that kind of regime? I don't think so, Paul. Uh, my uh, considered opinion uh, is that uh, Ange Postacoglu is on record as stating previously. And can I just preface any comments I'm about mm. to make, Paul, by saying Ange Postacoglu is 58 years of age. Yeah. Uh, but he is on record as saying he relishes new challenges ahead. He's an ambitious guy. And as I said to you previously, Paul, I think realistically, uh, Ange has uh, done as much as he can possibly achieve here at Celtic. I know that there will be a lot of Celtic supporters who will poo-poo the idea about Spurs not making the Champions League. And uh, they will counter that Celtic will be in the Champions League. But Celtic will be seeded fourth uh, in a four-team group in the Champions League. Uh, I would suggest to you uh, that it's extremely unlikely uh, that Celtic will progress to the last 16 of the Champions League. At best, they might make the Europa League. 
so I think that uh, I don't think Mourinho's comments uh, will have any bearing uh, on uh, Ange Postecoglou. Ange Postecoglou is very much his own man. I agree entirely with what Andy said moments ago. Uh, he has almost revolutionised uh, Celtic since he came there. Uh, I'll tell you what, I think he's probably held uh, in greater affection than any Celtic manager since the blessed Martin, Martin O'Neill, in my estimation. Well, you can remember, I, I, I'm sure I remember Laurie and Martin O'Neill. There was interest in him. Would he go to Liverpool? Would he go to Man United? Now, obviously, he didn't and he stayed for, for some time. But I think when you're doing what Martin O'Neill did, and I think he took Celtic to a, a UEFA Cup final, mm -hmm. he, he was beating Liverpool, he was beating Blackburn, he was, be, he was getting all these victories in the Champions League. Yep. It was a special team that he put together and naturally there was a bit of interest from England. But he knocked it all back and I'm sure that some Celtic fans will hope that Ange Postecoglou is the same. But as you rightly say, Laurie, he is of an age where he's made this leap into into European football, if you like. Um, I mean, Celtic are in the Champions League next season. Spurs aren't. Celtic have got a chance to go into the uh, the Europa League, Spurs don't. But uh, it will transfer. I, I don't know what uh, motivates Hans Postecoglou. I'm sure it's the whole package. But just in a, in a general sense, he will clearly get. I don't know what times his salary, but it will, it will be, it will be, it will dwarf whatever salary he is on here at Celtic Park. And I'm not saying Spurs are a bigger club. But my goodness, it's a it's a bigger league. It's the richest league yeah. in the world, and uh, the opportunity to do something special at Spurs. I I think any man any manager uh, that's uh, in in speculation about getting the job, I think they would be excited at being the one to turn Spurs around, get them into the Champions League, and get them winning a a trophy again. And I don't think the Jose Mourinho. Comments would worry him at all, would it? Because Not when he came to Celtic, it was a basket case, really, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Yeah. And the, the the job he did, recruiting, was huge. Different kind of job it will be at Tottenham if Harry Kane goes to Man U or whatever, Son's time has come and gone. But despite having the top one of the top strikers in the world, they've won nothing. This is it. And um, what what I'm sure Ange Postecoglou would think, what happens if I go there and it takes more than a year? The level of competition down there... Yeah is much better, stronger. You've got City, I think United will be better. Yeah. I was at Old Arsenal, Trafford the, uh, the yeah. weekend. I saw the Fulham game, yeah. Yeah, they have spent absolute fortunes mm -hmm. and they are reasonably happy to finish third. Mm -hmm. Newcastle are now a different animal. Yeah. So even the teams out with that, Chelsea you think would be better under Pochettino, Arsenal? which is a, a big rival, uh, a big London rival. You've got Arsenal who are flying there in second place, will want to go a step further. Uh, Liverpool have been out of the top four now. The level of competition is absolutely enormous, but I, I think Ange Postecoglou only has positive thoughts. And if he wants to go to Spurs, he'll be thinking, I can change it. I can be the one that will give them you know, a level of success they haven't had in recent years. Laurie, can I ask you about the cup final? This is Billy Dodds talking about it. Obviously, Celtic are the firm favourites. Everybody knows it'll be massive. We're going to need a bit of luck, we're going to need a goalkeeper to be in top form, we're have, going to have to bring our A game. We know all that, but I don't mind being written off, as I said to you, because 
nobody expected us to be here. We're, we're here in merit after we got a bit of a, uh, a break when Queen's Park, which was a tough game here, and they scored two in the last ten minutes, put us out, and we, we get reinstated. So it's um, I think we still deserve to be here because we've proven it against Premiership opposition. So we're hoping to bring those sort of performances into this final. Laurie, your team bounced back on Saturday with that five-star performance against the Dons. What are you looking for this weekend? Cup final? Uh, I think Celtic will prevail, uh, Paul. Uh, I think, however, it might be closer than many people would anticipate. And it will be the perfect platform uh, for Ange to bow out. And you did say it a few weeks ago, there's uh, Celtic fans, I'm not saying an inevitability. How will you remember it then? I don't think you're blaming him if he does go. Um, oh, let me, let, yeah. uh, Paul, let me just state, sure. uh, just so there's no ambiguity about anything I'm yeah. saying, I'm, I'm one of the people that hope he does stay. Uh, but I've resigned myself to the fact uh, that, you know, the, the SPL is merely a pit stop for anyone uh, when it progresses to the next level. I will remember his tenure with fondness. He's won five trophies out of six. But much more importantly, uh, he has got his plane on the front foot. Uh, he excites people. Uh, I know that uh, as a guy 67 years of age, <coughs> it excites me going to see my team mm-hmm. uh, because I know I we're going forward all the time. It's attacking football. Uh, as football played the Celtic way. The, the, the other thing, Laurie, is the, the candidates that apparently he has been up against, Brendan Rodgers being one, who's, yeah. who's done the Liverpool thing, maybe a, uh, just a, a couple of points away from actually getting that trophy. And he, he did, I think he did remarkable things at Leicester. He, he, he won the FA Cup with them, won the Charity Shield with Leicester. I know that this season has been a poor one, but Chabi Alonso was in the frame... Vincent Company at Burnley was in the frame. Deserbe. Um, Deserbe at Brighton. Arne Slot, who apparently was having second thoughts. And this is a, a guy from Dutch football. And you do think, why are... When we spoke about it the other night, Paul, with, with, with Stephen, with Stephen McGinn here, we wondered why all of these candidates were apparently keeping the level of interest at bay. Where you'd think, oh my goodness, Spurs are in. I, I, I need to go. It's one of the biggest clubs. So um, all is not well at Spurs, but of course that means that you have to make a change. You need a big personality. And I think that's what Ange Postecoglou has got. And yet look at him just last week with Dermot Desmond, the major shareholder at Celtic at the front door. You know, the pictures are taken, look pretty close. He says they speak regularly. We don't know what the relationship would be with Daniel Levy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Dermot Desmond was speaking to a lot of people um, last week just about the level of interest that, uh, you know, Ange Postecoglou might have and I don't know, getting money for the Champions League. I think there's a bit of a false economy there. I don't think Celtic are the type of club that would spend really big bucks to try and make an impact in the Champions League. I think they just want to they want to remain top dogs in uh, in Scotland and they will absolutely spend this summer um, you never know yeah. what level of interest there, there might be in, uh, in one or two players to go out the door that might be a bit of a surprise but they'll generate a bit of money and they'll reinvest in the team and their goal will be to, to be top dogs again next season Final question for Laurie and for you Andy Ange has admitted Celtic are bracing themselves for big money offers for some of their top players as he likened managing the club to a game of Jenga Laurie have you played Jenga? <laughs> uh, no I haven't 
I didn't say. No, I hadn't either. <laughs> Andy, do you know? But I know what he means. Uh, the building blocks might go. Yes, yeah, so I'm yeah. surprised Laurie hasn't played because I'm yeah. sure he'd be a champion given his uh, you know fine brain there. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. But a game of Jenga, you could lose one, but you get someone else ready. Yeah. And he talked about Juranovic. He talked about Gikamakis. Yeah. You know, and he had uh, ample replacement with uh, Alistair Johnson yeah. and oh you know early signs well let's look at it if he does get the job look at the budget he will have available to him because obviously any new manager going into Tottenham will be given a substantial budget to compete with uh, their, their great neighbours Arsenal and also the the top dogs Man City Man United Newcastle Liverpool Chelsea it's, uh, it's a remarkable thought and if it is at Celtic then there's money there for next season there will be new players coming in not just the ones we've been talking about who might yeah. go well, none of us have got any experience in the boardroom, of course, and we don't know anything that goes on in there, but we can always speculate because that is, that's what Celtic fans do. It's all pub chat about how much compensation, yeah. I don't know, that Ange Postacoglu might attract. We've no idea what clauses are inserted into contracts, but it's a great guessing game, isn't it? Yeah. Laurie, thanks very much for calling, and we'll speak to you soon. You're very welcome, Paul. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Laurie. Great measured call there from Laurie if you're just tuning in. It's the breaking news, but he's a preferred candidate, apparently. Sky sources say they understand that Ange Postacoglu is the preferred candidate to succeed Antonio Conte at Tottenham. Quick break and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! The Go Radio Football Show. It's Wednesday. We're three days away from a cup final and there's also uh, signings coming in at six last night. We told you just beforehand, Dujon Sterling was about to sign for Rangers. He did the former Chelsea defender, 23 years old, a four-year deal at Ibrox. As you know, he's been on loan four times, most recently at Stoke City. What do you think, Andy? The Michael Beale team is emerging now. We know about Cantwell, Raskin. Yeah. These these are the people that you put your trust in turning the, the, the fortunes of the club around. These are these are the major signings that Rangers will make. Uh I think when you've signed a four year contract and you're twenty three, I think that's the just in general terms, you would like to sign someone at twenty three, hope that they would be exceptional for two seasons. If they want to commit to another four years, great, you do that. But if they don't, then you would hope you would sell them on for a profit. I think that's what Rangers have been lacking in the last number of years. Just that general business sense of getting people in. If they do really well and they attract a big offer, by all means, send, uh, sell them on. Celtic have been doing it for years and in my view have been really successful at it. So many changes at Rangers. Jack Butland, his name has been around for what over a month. He was at Man United most recently. What do you think? It sounds well, he's as though got, he's about to sign. Yeah, yeah, he's got all the experience you want. I think, you know, with Rangers being a, a big club, they have a lot of big demands. Uh, it would be great to see Ross McCrory get, get the nod. But I think it is an area where a manager who's looking to uh, overturn Celtic and the, the type of strength that they have in their squad, I think it's an area that they would target as uh, trying to get someone in with a lot of experience who will not be phased by the, the demands of, of uh, Ibrox and playing there in front of a big crowd every week. You've got Kieran Dowell in, what, a long-term deal as well for him last week, so that's uh, well, it's, uh, four, it's, five. It's much needed, and I'm sure there'll be more. And I think the important thing here, here is that the timing of it all, I think it's what the Rangers fans want to hear, because the biggest mm -hmm. games of Rangers' season will happen in the the few days after the first league game of the season when they start the Champions League qualification uh, process because that money is essential. 
Rangers remain interested in the Swansea winger Morgan Whitaker. So we're looking out for that one as well. I don't know if you've seen much of him, Andy. I know you do some games down yeah, in the Yeah, I haven't seen much of him uh, recently. I haven't seen not, uh, much of Norwich recently. Okay. I'm sure Peter Grant will be all Oof. over that one. He knows pretty much everyone uh, down south. But, he knows um, everyone. He he's knows he's everybody. really good on that. He's well connected, isn't he? <laughs> yes. He no, should be yeah. better connected up here. <laughs> it is amazing <laughs> that Peter hasn't uh, got back into football management, isn't it? Ah, he loves it. And he's got, yeah. such a, he's got such a drive and enthusiasm and... I think a great uh, a great coach the people that I've spoken to that have uh, worked under mm. him have really enjoyed his, his guidance great knowledge you think it would rub off on a few of us Andy <laughs> not to be <laughs> he should take uh, us on I, yeah. right. Galatasaray are about to make a formal uh, contract offer to Alfredo Morelos who of course is now a free agent the 26 year old so it looks as though he could be going to Turkey that's been mentioned for a long time it's uh, yesterday Dundee United freed some players so did St Johnson um, a few today St Mirren one of them Joe Shaughnessy's one mm. Curtis Main though who scored a couple of goals as almost a hat-trick uh, less than two weeks ago against the champions well I'm looking at the names you know Charles Dunn Curtis Main yeah. Joe Shaughnessy and Richard Tate right. uh, I can only imagine there's some sort of cost-cutting mm. exercise going on at St Mirren and they're maybe struggling for a bit of money yeah. thankfully they made the top six that gave them um, a wee bit extra but a real surprise and uh, the other thing is I think other Scottish Premiership teams will be looking at that and think hang on a minute Curtis Main he's done a good job at, at Motherwell previously yeah. didn't really go well for him no. at Aberdeen what but happened he gives, you think at Aberdeen? well he gives you everything yeah. it didn't happen for him mm. at Aberdeen I think that can sometimes happen but he gave St Mirren everything and yeah. it's he's done really well there I don't know let's say if I was a, a Hibs Sure. Who, who have Hibs yeah. got up front? They need a bit of support with, with Nisbet. Exactly. And if Nisbet goes, and if which Nisbet may goes, because yeah. there's interest from uh, from Millwall again, yeah. um, I don't think he'll be short of offers, Curtis May, and I think he could do a lot better than some of the the forwards that Hibs have there. He's only thirty, Curtis May. Well, yeah. it's his attitude and his drive. He's got a bit of physicality, of course. And he's got a decent goal-scoring record, and who knows? Uh, you know, he could end up elsewhere in the in the Premiership. One of the top players of his generation, Aidan McGeady, he has quit Hibs. The winger facing a retirement decision this summer. I was just looking; he's 37. He joined yeah. us earlier in the season on this program. He had the cast on. He was so unlucky, wasn't he? Then he yeah. fought back to fitness. Then another injury late in the season. Yeah, well, all I would say about Aidan is I've really enjoyed watching him over the years I mean as a young Celtic player just the skill and ability he had and you've got to say a lot of bravery because he was targeted at times for some tough tackling he always went back for some more and uh, he had a tremendous career once he left Celtic going to Spartak Moscow going to uh, Everton mm. I know that everyone in the North East at Sunderland uh, still talks about him as being one of their special players over the last uh, few years and of course it didn't really work out for him at Hibs just just too many injuries but at 37 mm. I can I mean I, I finished at 35 and as much as I wasn't enjoying it at 35 because I was playing part time mm. my body was also telling me it was time yeah. I'd suffered a a terrible knee injury and uh, I just couldn't move around the pitch and the time was right for me to give it a go and it is a it is a tough time to uh, to call to call it on your your playing career and do something else. I know he's, I know he's done uh, some good business off the the yeah. pitch, but mm. he will want to keep himself busy. And I know he's been on Sky a couple of times. Yeah. He is yeah. a, 
he's got uh, a good opinion on the game did you enjoy the weekend Andy because you had a busy one and I'm coming to this weekend because the season's not over yet we've got yep. the playoffs which start Play tomorrow off. night but what about last weekend then so you were back at your old club at Celtic and they were back on form for trophy day the 60,000 loved it well the, the thing that uh, I was drawn to immediately which I'm sure everyone was drawn to was the remarkable TIFO display before the game and I remember being at the ground, Paul, when Fergus McCann had this vision of turning Celtic Park, you know, the old Celtic end, the old Rangers end, the old terrace in the jungle. The jungle yeah. And he thought, no, we need a, a modern stadium. And he put 60,000 seats together. And I thought, mm -hmm. well, if he was looking at that pic uh, those pictures from the weekend, he would have thought that is absolutely perfect. And uh, of course, Celtic were back to their best. We, we suspected before the game that they would get back to the team that is most likely to play at the weekend. I still think Maida will get a game from the start, even though he was suspended yeah. and Abada came in. And I thought played really well for he the did. first half. Yeah. I know he picked up a bit of an injury, but um, you're pretty much looking at the makeup of the starting 11 where Celtic want to go on and clinch the treble, of course. The question is, Kyogo, is he going to be fit? Yeah, that's the big yeah. one, because obviously his movement... Um, uh, it, it's been tremendous all season the the finishes with his right foot and of course the one he got at the weekend there the opening goal with his, with his left foot uh, there was a sharpness about him that uh, I think is evident for everyone to see and if, if he gets a bit of service the likelihood is that he'll take those chances I spotted Hatati in town this morning being interviewed yeah. by Japanese television discreetly in town so Hatati what a player he is, what a season. Yeah, yeah. I see Hatati and I Jota. And called and, up for the Japanese yeah, squad along which with is a, Which is a big boost. But you see Hatati, you see Jota, you know, well before any of the, the fans are in the ground and they're outside at the dugout and they're doing all these stretching exercises, just getting themselves in um, prime condition for all the the uh, aches and strains that the body goes through. And uh, they've got obviously got a really good um, routine but um, what they do on the pitch this season, it's been it's been pretty special. Hatate, has he been the player of the year? If anyone was to argue with me about Celtic's player of the year and they come up with Hatate, mm. you would absolutely understand that. I, I think I think Kyogo's the best. Jota's been mm. uh, really good. Callum McGregor has been uh, his usual consistent self, and of course at the back. You know, Celtic are a different team, much stronger team with Carter Vickers playing. That is quite a line from the manager, though, isn't it? Celtic bracing themselves for big money offers for the top players. But it is the Celtic model. And I, you would imagine with Ange, yeah. the planning is well ahead for next season? Yeah, I'd imagine they'll have names that they'll be looking at. Uh, they might not know who will who will leave the club, but I don't think they're phased by it. You mm. see time and time again, you know, Jakimakis, I thought, was a really good player. Juranovic, who had a really successful World Cup. And uh, Christopher Ayer, who was a big right. player for yeah. Celtic, attracted a, a big money move. Frimpong, Hudson Edward. Christie. They, uh, Ryan Christie. We've only got to six. Well, they, 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 <laughs> yeah. this is it, Paul. They were all big players, but they come and go. They make their mark, they move on. And I think you just say thanks for their service and you, you think, right, who's next? Rangers finished the season with a win as well. So. It's bought not time for the manager because he was always going to be here for next season. Michael Beale, we know that. But it has given him a springboard, a confidence among the Rangers yeah. fans who've gone away pretty happy. Given that, okay, it was a barren season, yeah. but to beat your oldest rivals, no matter what it means, yeah. it's a win. It's a win, but uh, you look at it over the course of the season, it's been really poor. 
And, you know, I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst did really well, winning a trophy, um, getting Rangers to a Europa League final. A year them. ago today. Yeah, Not by the remarkable. day, but that's tonight's the it's game. It's remarkable. Yeah. And so he was maybe a bit hard done by, but the supporters weren't having it, the style of football. I think they drew at home at Livingston and that was the start yeah. of, you know, things beginning to turn against uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. But listen, they've made the change and Michael Beale... Um, You've got to say Rangers lost the big games, the, the semi-final, the final against Celtic, um, the league game against Celtic, and then of course they got that that win at Ibrox, when um, you know Celtic had already yeah. secured the title. They were they were a wee bit off it, but it, I think what Rangers fans do is that they do you, exactly what you said there, Paul. They go away with a bit of hope, and now they're seeing uh, the, uh, a new team, a new squad being put together and it's the same with every group of fans in every season you always go into it with a bit of hope yep Ryan Jack of course signed the new contract we know that from a couple of weeks ago he's in the Scotland squad and John Souter almost like a new signing if and that big if is and everyone hopes he can remain fit yeah, he has been injury prone which has been really tough on him and I always like to see people bounce back from these long term injuries I had one myself kept me out for the best part of a year it's just a it's an absolute joy when you get back, and when you when you saw the the face of uh, Hadji when he scored the Easter Road, Paul, and he was almost in tears. He'd been out so long, and he got a goal. That that's a great moment for him, and uh, hopefully, you know, he can stay fit and contribute again. Do you know what I liked as well? Scott Arfield has farewell to the Rangers fans, and he also mentioned the people at the front door. He mentioned the the tea woman and guy, the people, yeah. everyone at the club. And you can identify with that because when you go back to Celtic, you'll still know people there and get a I warm welcome. I still see Hazy, the groundsman, who's been there for the best part of 100 years. <laughs> uh, I love to see Jennifer yeah. in the media room. She's been pouring tea and coffee and getting yeah. biscuits and all the rest of it for more than 50 years. And probably giving you a few good questions because you needed she them. she is great company. Uh, big shout out to yeah. Alexis. I hope that she uh, makes a big recovery from her challenges at right. the moment. And um, there's so many people that uh, that you see, and um, I think they're the heart and soul of the club, the ball club, because they're there, aren't they? You mentioned yeah. Hazy, for example, and other people, people there. People come and Same go, the f- yeah. uh, but the people that have been working there for for so long, mm. they are the absolute heart and soul of the club, and that's who I love speaking to when I when I go to Celtic. And Martin O'Neill was there with obviously Ange Postecoglou at the end. It's good the way they do it, the way you do it on Sky. Oh, I saw yep. him on Friday. I was down at the Billy McNeil Charity Awareness Day, dementia. Loch Lomond. They were raising some funds. Unfortunately, I couldn't play the golf. I had a bit of a back uh, problem. But I mm. went to the dinner, sat with uh, Charlie Nicholas and his wife. Neil Lennon was there. Um, there was a uh, Gary Clark uh, was there. I'm just trying to think of a few other footballers. Pat McGinley was there with yeah. with his wife, and of course, it was great to see Liz and get a bit of chat. Uh, yeah, and uh, she just wanted to talk about Billy. Yeah. So we uh, mm. we swapped a few stories about uh, you know my my manager at the time, her husband for for so many years. You'd have some great and, stories about Big Billy. Oh, it was great. Well, he was a family friend. He was yeah. my dad used to look after his uh, business mm. affairs. And uh, they were, uh, and he and was always good to me when I was playing for, when I was playing for, um, say, Easter Craigs, mm-hmm. you know, he was saying to my dad, how's Andy getting on? And then mm-hmm. a couple of years later, I was playing junior football and how's Andy getting on? And then a couple of years later, I'm playing for Motherwell yeah. and how's Andy getting on? And he was always at the end of a phone. That was when you would have to answer the house phone 
uh, of course not any mobiles but he yeah. was always at the end of a phone to give me a bit of advice and then oh, you sure enough 80, 80, well sure enough he, he um, despite um, me knowing about Celtic's interest in Davy Hay getting the sack mm-hmm. Billy came in and took up that that uh, option of, of signing me and um, I'll never forget it Great, they were the posh and becks of Scottish <laughs> football. They were, because Liz they was were, on the uh, telly. But anyway, she was, so... Well, she was looking great yeah. uh, last week as well, and it was great to see Susan and Martin there, and I know they're, they're, they're doing a lot for this uh, dementia disease yeah. with regard to footballers and trying to not just raise money, but raise awareness of it, and, um, you know, people that are following in Billy's footsteps maybe getting a, a wee bit more help. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! It's Chris for the traffic and travel. Beautiful evening here in the great city of Glasgow. Paul Cooney with Andy Walker, the Celtic and Scotland legend. Don't have enough time, Andy, to mention all your clubs. Tomorrow night, it's a great turn we've got with us. Peter Grant will be on between five and six. Love yeah. Granny, loved him as a teammate, yeah. gave you absolutely everything. <laughs> and if you want to talk about a cup final winning performance, mm-hmm. I would say he was a huge factor when we won the cup in '95. Pierre uh, scored. Yeah. Celtic, uh, can you imagine these days? Yeah. Celtic hadn't won a thing for six years. So, uh, wow. Granny, I, well, we we all thought he was injured, mm-hmm. and he was injured, but he somehow got through that game. In my view, a man in the match performance, and oh, he was. It was great to see his tears at the end. It was great to see Paul McStay going up to to lift a trophy. Paul was such a such a talent, and uh, didn't get the recognition in terms of uh, trophies that maybe his his skill and ability merited. But no, that was a great moment, and I love that picture of of Paul and and Tommy just having a big cuddle with with the, the Scottish Cup great great moment because younger Celtic fans won't remember when well this is it. I mean they didn't win two years ago and of course they'll remember that but what is it 11 titles out of 12 I think it's 16 out of the last 20 trophies wow. maybe 17 yeah. uh, come this weekend um, well, we'll talk about this weekend remarkable in a moment or two tomorrow night you'll be on Sky uh, live from Firhill 8 o'clock kickoff tomorrow night the match with Ross County I'm looking forward to it how are you feeling about it? Well I'm really looking forward to it because uh, having watched uh, Thistle in the um, you know the playoffs against yeah. Queen's Park against Air United they've scored what 16 goals in those four games they've so battered everyone haven't they? They've battered everyone and I've got to say I thought Ian McCall was hard done by when he, he gave a really good a team performance mm-hmm. at Ibrooks against Rangers in the Scottish Cup but then he he, he was sacked but Chris Doolan I mean there's no one I don't think you'd find anyone more popular mm-hmm. in, in Mary Hill in terms of Partick Thistle than Chris Doolan one of the one of the great goal scorers over the years and I think in his 13 games he's only lost uh, one of them since taking over mm-hmm. so the fact that they've managed to you know navigate their way through the playoffs against teams that were, were flying mm-hmm. for a spell so they've given themselves a, a real chance. I don't think they've got a team full of uh, top-flight experience no. and maybe that might uh, count against them, mm. against Ross County. Over the who, two legs. Yeah. Over the two legs. Yeah. And I think Ross County are clever enough just to know that there's two legs here. They won't, they, they don't need to win tomorrow. And they have a bit of experience. They've had a bit of physicality. If Jordan White is fit, I know that he got a, a bit of a cut in the weekend. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if he'll be available. They will miss him because 
apart from the weekend he had four goals in his last four games he was the that victory they had at Dundee United yeah. uh, was the one that really you know got them out of well being automatically relegated when you think Dundee United lost all of their post split games you know Ross County won a couple of them they yeah. drew one so um, it's going to be tough for Thistle but it'll be a great occasion great crowd mm. Sure will be, and of course, Chris Dolan. He played for the Jags when they lost in 2018, five years yeah. ago to Livy. You know, in the playoffs, well, it's an think... experience that he can bring to the players that will help yeah. them. And he says there's goals from all over the park. It's not all just well, about Brian Graham. I, I yeah. really like Kyle Turner in the middle of the yeah. park. Yeah. I thought he was a big influence in the game um, against uh, Air United. I like Lawless. Obviously, Graham up front. Brian Graham is. Mm -hmm. He's also uh, scoring goals. He's got all the experience that you need. Uh, I think it will be a tight contest over the two legs. You're going to be back on on Monday, so yeah, yeah. by then. When is it? Thursday, yeah. and then so Thursday who's then going to go Sunday. through? I have to ask you now. Then who do you reckon it's uh, going to be? If I had hmm. a free bet, I'd probably put it on Ross County retaining their top flight status. I think that experience that they have, and maybe even the experience of the manager knowing what it's like to go through the playoffs down south. Yeah. He's got experience mm. of that that he can maybe bring to the table. And um, so Malky's been at Wembley finals. He's been at Wembley finals. He's done That's it with, with, with Watford, uh, with, with Norwich. Yep. Okay. And uh, he's got a lot of a managerial experience. And, and Chris Doolan is, is a very exciting managerial prospect, but, but still very much uh, a rookie. Well, good luck to Patrick Thistle tomorrow night, eight o'clock. There'll be a huge crowd, I would imagine. Final question on it, Andy. Why don't we do a final playoff instead of home and away? It, it is geared towards the bigger team, you know, the teams from the higher league. Do you not think we should have it somewhere? Just decide one of the grounds and have it somewhere between the two cities or whatever. Paul, I think we could do a lot of yep. good things in Scottish football, yep. but the only people who can make it happen are the clubs. And the clubs don't want it. They they want it in favour, everything in favour of the, the, the top flight and they don't want anyone impacting on their status quo. On their status mm -hmm. quo. So um, I think there's a lot we could do, but try and get a vote through. I don't think it would happen. Kevin Campbell, the football legend, he says he's got no problem with Everton scouring the transfer market, particularly thinking of Aberdeen's Duke. Could you see Duke going to Everton? Everton, you know, they don't want to end up last day of the season he, next year. I very much doubt he will go to Everton, but I think mm -hmm. he, he could make Aberdeen a profit. I, don't, I think it was a few hundred grand that they paid mm -hmm. to get him, which was a, a bit of a, a serious outlay, even in Aberdeen terms. But... Uh, given the season that he's had not just his goals Paul but his work rate uh, I think he's a player that could go and attract a, a good bit of business for Aberdeen and they could make a good profit on him So the final is only three days away the 5.30 kickoff. and um, Billy Dodds has been speaking about the yeah. timing of it I, I mean it just seems farcical we thought it was going to be on UK wide telly it's not Andy it's on the red button or something uh, on the BBC it does seem strange I'll ask you about that in a moment. Let's hear from Billy Dodds, though. I mean, they haven't played um, a game proper for a month. It's not been ideal, but it's not been disastrous either. Um, I folded the boys. I gave them nine days off when we didn't make the playoffs. And then we've been training for three weeks. So we've had a couple of games, um, been good games, competitive as well. And we've got our work in and we're ready to go. But I would have preferred still to be in the playoffs and playing like much more competitive games. But... It's been it's been okay. It's been okay. Had they been in the playoffs, then they would have been playing non-stop. 
Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I mean, they are a, they are a championship team, the last championship team yep. to win the Scottish Cup. Scottish Cup know? was um, it was Hibs. Hibs, of course. You never think of them as championship. So they were okay. a championship side, yes. so they want to emulate that. But it's 16. always going to be tough. And again, the way that the football is is structured in Scotland, the championship will always finish, you know, well before the, the Scottish Cup final, and it's. It's going to be a tall order for for the squad, for the team, to be fit, to be sharp. These these games that they're playing, uh, they're nothing like the competitive games that, for example, Partick Thistle and Ross County have had. You know, Ross County, the last five games of the the league have been those split games against everyone around them, and of course, Thistle have sailed through these playoffs against Queens Park and against Air United and. And they should be sharp tomorrow night. Billy Dodds, did you play against Billy Dodds? Oh, yeah. You must have. Yeah, I played against him uh, many times. I'm sure I played against Dodsey when he was a Partick Thistle player. And I was with Celtic and we beat them in the cup. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was, he started at Chelsea, is that right? Absolutely. I've forgotten that. Chelsea, so many clubs. I know he had Aberdeen, Dundee, Dundee United, obviously Rangers. Rangers and Johnston. He's been around the the block. And of course, he's. uh, Having spoken to him a, a, a number of times over the uh, the last few years, and especially last season when we saw them in the uh, playoff final against St Johnston, um, and he knows they, they they fell a wee bit short there. But oh, he loves the he loves the management game, and he loves taking charge of a group of players. So he was asked, uh, "Is Inverness going to go ballistic?" Everybody knows it'll be massive. We're going to need a bit of luck. We're going to need a goalkeeper to be in top form. We're have, going to have to bring our A game. We know all that, but. I don't mind being written off, as I said to you, because nobody expected us to be here. We're, we're here in merit after we got a bit of a, uh, a break when Queen's Park, which was a tough game here, and they scored two in the last 10 minutes, put us out, and we, we get reinstated. So it's, um, I think we still deserve to be here because we've proven it against Premiership opposition. So we're hoping to bring those sort of performances into this final. So final Celtic against Queen's Park. Uh, sorry, against... <laughs> Uh, Inverness well, yeah, I still go back yeah. to that when they were uh, beaten by Queen's Park and yeah. then Queen's were thrown out because of a yeah. they played a, a player that was ineligible remarkable but they did they did uh, they, they did beat who did they beat they beat Livingston they, they beat did. Kilmarnock yep. so, and uh, they deserve their, their sure. place there they've taken advantage of a bit of luck what's your scoreline what do you think well I think Celtic will win comfortably I think they'll yep. win by three goals maybe more uh, the, the way that they played against Aberdeen I think there was a hunger back. I think they wanted to finish the season on a high for, you know, 60,000 inside the stadium for Trophy Day. And I think they want to finish on a high for the, the supporters again at Hamden. And who knows, will they be fired up a bit more for possibly Ange Postecoglou's last game to give uh, him the, the the moment of leading a team to another treble because that's the leading story today it's still yep. speculation but Sky are reporting they understand that Ange Postacoglu is now the preferred candidate for the Tottenham job so we'll find out in the coming days but I'm sure he'll say nothing people are saying what will he say at the media conference he's not going to talk about it beforehand is he he's got to be because he's got to be imagine he'll... there was an upset or whatever and people say wait a minute yeah. you know it should have been a treble you ended up with a double he's, he's got to bat it away yeah. and you can't you can't organise the timing of these no. things the the season has finished in England Spurs are making their move if Ange Postecoglou is to be their move then I'm sure they'll understand there's a cup final at the weekend and I think we will learn a lot more about uh, how truthful this story is 
in the immediate aftermath of the cup final. Don't know about you, but I'll be listening to Zoe Kelly in one ear and also watching Europa League final. Hard to oh, believe that's a year since Seville with Rangers. It wasn't to be. Who's going to do it tonight? Sevilla, Seville with that great record up against Jose Mourinho. This would be sixth European trophy. Well, I'd love Seville to do it, but I think Roma will win. My head is saying Roma because of Mourinho, because of his record in cup finals. He doesn't lose many. and uh, But Seville have been just a wonderful story. This middle-of-the-road yeah. uh, La Liga club that continually win the uh, UEFA Cup. It's, it's fantastic. That sight of them mm-hmm. in their stadium playing Man United earlier in the tournament... Yeah. Where it seemed as though everyone was wearing a white t-shirt or a white uh, strip it, it looked fantastic and Tammy Abraham who could go in the record books because he won just two years ago the yep. Champions League with Chelsea last year he won uh, with the team with Roma and could win it tonight that's amazing yeah. three three titles three years yeah and he was never going to be the top man at uh, Chelsea he made a good move uh, going away to another country and uh, Jose Mourinho knows what he's all about and he's been a success there Final 30 seconds Andy that top story on Ange Postacoglu we will find out but he is the preferred candidate it would be hard to say no to go It would be hard to say no to a club of that size in England the richest league in England and the potential is there to you know to make your mark to give Tottenham some sort of identity the way that he has given Celtic this special identity. Thanks, Andy. Enjoy the playoffs this weekend. Pleasure. Thank you. Tomorrow and Sunday. Thanks, everyone. We're back tomorrow night at five with Peter Grant. Zoe Kelly is up after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kennishead Road, Darnley. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.